Welcome back to the All New Homeschool Day podcast, where we talk about cultivating a thriving home atmosphere by getting control of your days, managing your emotions, and investing in relationships. Before we dive into today's episode, though, we have some celebrating to do. This is the 100th episode of the All in a Homeschool Day podcast. I cannot believe that we have hit 100, that I've been doing it this long. When I first started podcasting, I thought, well, I'll give it a try and see what I think. I fell in love with sharing uh, tips and tricks with you and sharing some of our, our real life in the process. And I am looking forward to so many more episodes. Um, I'm looking forward to when we hit that 200th mark because it's going to be just so much fun as we go through the coming months. So to celebrate, I want to offer a special discount, a special coupon for you guys. Through the month of February, you can use the uh, coupon code AHD100 to get 25% off any of my courses, um, any of my digital products, and you can find those at courses.triumphantlearning.com. I hope you can find something to help you cultivate a thriving home atmosphere and a thriving homeschool. So let's dive in now to our episode. We're going to talk about what to do when you have too many things to do, and I'm going to give you three steps that you can take for calmer days. When we have too many things to do, our brains get overwhelmed and we have trouble making decisions. These feelings also impair our ability to regulate our emotions and set the tone of our home. Have you noticed how irritable and stressed you are when you have too many things to do? Well, in today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about why that happens first, but then how you can avoid it. So let's start by talking about the why behind this. Our brains can only handle three to maybe five at the most thoughts, tasks, or ideas at one time. I love the analogy that Dr. David Rock gives in Your Brain at Work when he talks about having too many actors on the stage. If you think about a book you've read or a play you've seen that has a lot of characters in it and you're trying to follow the plot line, but you're also trying to keep all of the different characters straight, it can be really confusing. It's just almost impossible with some stories. Whenever we've read some Shakespeare stories and a few other stories through our school time, we've had to actually draw them all out. Uh, draw out a diagram so that we could know who we were talking about and how that person related to somebody else. Well, the same thing happens in our brains. When there's too much going on, our prefrontal cortex, which helps us uh, with executive function and the ability to self-regulate and plan ahead, it just doesn't function well. Instead, our amygdala takes over. The amygdala is the emotions center of our brain. When it's in charge, our prefrontal cortex cannot do its job. This is when you feel anxious and overwhelmed. So how can we calm our amygdala and re-engage our prefrontal cortex so that we can set a calm, purposeful tone in our home? Well, let's look at three steps that you can do that. The first is to do a grounding technique. The goal is to calm your amygdala so that you can re-engage the prefrontal cortex. We need to not be uh, in that hyper alert state. So 
One thing that you could do is just take a walk. You could go out to your mailbox, go around the block. I mean, literally just walking across the room is going to give you some grounding and help you to refocus your thoughts on something different. I recently watched a video by Dr. Andrew Huberman where he was talking about the eye movements. You may have heard of EMDR. It stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing. It's a technique that therapists sometimes use to help us process through uh, different situations that are causing us anxiety and allows our brains to reprocess that and allows us to move forward. Well, what he was talking about was even just taking a walk. Whenever you take a walk, your eyes are constantly scanning back and forth. And so you engage a little bit of that um, same mechanism whenever you take a walk. So by taking a walk, it's calming down your amygdala and allowing your prefrontal cortex to re-engage. There's a lot of other techniques that you could use, uh, even as simple as breathing, rubbing the seam of your jeans, um, rubbing on a rock, doing something that is forcing your focus and your attention back to the present moment will help you to calm your amygdala. If you want a full list of the different grounding techniques that I've accumulated over the past few years, you can download the EQ toolkit. That is one aspect. The grounding techniques is one aspect in that toolkit. There'll be a link in the show notes that you can do that. The second thing you can do to uh, calm your amygdala and re-engage your prefrontal cortex when you have too many things to do and you're not sure what to do next is to get out a piece of paper and a pen and do a brain dump. Write down everything that you're thinking so that you can stop thinking about it. This might be things you need to do, emotions that you're feeling, or um, upcoming events, anything that is taking up your mental space and not allowing you to make a plan to move forward. And then evaluate that list. Think about what could you eliminate What could you automate or what could you delegate? I went into a lot of detail about this eliminate, automate, delegate funnel that I learned from Rory Vaden in episode 93. You may want to go back and listen to that. When you're no longer thinking about all of the things you have to get done, you can focus on the three things that you need to do next. The third thing that you can do to calm things down and stop being overwhelmed is to just choose one thing. I love the poem popularized by Elizabeth Elliot titled Do the Next Thing. It is such a good reminder to just choose one thing to do. I'm going to take a step. And when you take that step forward, you have already engaged your prefrontal cortex and you are thinking again. And I find that when I start doing one thing, it leads to another and another and another because I'm using my um, executive function skills. I'm not living in that emotional space of my amygdala, but instead I am actually able to think and make a plan. You may want to write these three things down. You could use the daily ATM form that you can get for free by going to triumphantlearning.com forward slash take back. You'll also learn some more practical tips for implementing that um, in that five-day free email sequence. I write down on my daily ATM the top things that I need to get done for the day. 
when I do a brain dump, I will write them down in either Workflowy or Asana. If it's in Asana, I'll assign a date. I can always change that date, but at least I can stop thinking about it. And instead, I can focus on completing the three things that I want to get done. You'll find that as you reduce the number of things that you try to focus on at once and you start doing that brain dump that you are choosing your next task, you'll feel calmer and more productive and probably feel less overwhelmed. So let's uh, recap those three steps. Ground yourself, do a brain dump, and choose the next thing that you're going to do. Focus on these three steps and you should start to see progress in um, not feeling overwhelmed and in having calmer days. Thanks for joining me on the Purposeful Impact Podcast. I pray that today's episode blessed you and that you found encouragement and practical tips. If so, would you share this episode with someone else so that they can be blessed too? I'd also appreciate it if you would take 30 seconds and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. Leaving a review helps other homeschool parents find the podcast and know if it's a good fit for them. Thanks so much for helping to spread the word.